1: Hi, I'm Remy Casimir, host of How Come, and this is OPP.
0: Welcome to another episode of Other People's Podcast, a podcast that highlights your favorite podcasters and the dope shows they create. I'm your host, Corey Cambridge. Today on the show we have comedian Remy Casimir, host of one of my favorite podcasts, How Come. How Come explores conversations about the female orgasm. Every Sunday Remy interviews interesting guests and chat about their first time achieving an orgasm. You may also recognize Remy from the Netflix original mini docu series Explained, where she stars in the episode about what else? The female orgasm. In this interview we chat about our love for the Charlotte Hornets jerseys, her upbringing in New York City, her career in comedy, And of course, her dope podcast, How Come. So, without further ado, let me introduce you to the comedian and host of How Come, Remy Casimir. What's up, Remy? How are you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) What's up? We got into a really impassioned conversation before the podcast. Yeah,
0: like, I just hit the button. Like, let's let's just keep it going. We we, we were touching on, uh, what? Race and the Washington Redskins, just the
1: Washington Redskins, and them being fucking babies because they don't want to change their their logo. Like sports teams move all the time. Am I sad that the Charlotte Hornets aren't still the Charlotte Charlotte Hornets? Sure.
0: Yeah. You know, like just they are now.
1: Are they? Yeah, they're back. Great. All right. Thank God. I stopped watching basketball, honestly, like when Spreewell went to jail. Oh, wow. You
0: stopped watching it a long (laughs) time ago. Like a long (laughs) time
1: ago. No, so I had this like little Charlotte Hornets ball and I like loved it. And then somebody told me, they were like, oh, you know that that's not there anymore. And I was like, oh, shit. You know what? The the
0: colors are so dope. They
1: were amazing.
0: I just listened to. uh, Magical. What was the podcast I was listening to? Oh, man, I'm so mad at myself. And there was a podcast where they interviewed the man who was designing all those logos and Uh team jerseys. Yeah. That same guy has done, like, the New York Jets logo and uh-huh. Giants logo, and he's moved on to big things. Right. But he also did the, the Charlotte Hornets uh, jerseys, mm. and he was speaking about that colorway and how Rockstar was at that time.
1: It, I mean, those, um, you know, Fuck Jerry, the guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Even that Styrofoam cup, it, like, is those colors. That was, like, such 90s. Like, if you had, like, a three-colored, like, uh, Windbreaker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was sick.
0: It, like that colorway just, just defined an era. Oh yeah, mm. I just bought a pair of uh, uh Nikes, Nike not on twos. What are they called? But anyway, the colorway is of the Charlotte Horner yeah. colorway, and I'm like, well, this is too fly.
1: Fashion is cyclical.
0: It is. It is.
1: And apparently, so are sports teams. But <laughs> <laughs> hi guys, I'm Remy Cast. Yo, it's Remy, so how nice are you? To meet you all. Yo, I'm good. I'm
0: so happy to have you on the show. This is like the best part about living in New York. People say, oh, people complain. New York is so expensive, yeah. or L.A. is so expensive. Yeah. But you know what? The beauty of it is you pay for this experience yeah I'm, we have I'm, access
1: to the best i was thinking about it the uh, other day like some of the people i get on my podcast i'm like oh my god like i can't i mean I, you'll do a telephone interview every so often but there's nothing like facetime
0: yeah i mean to be able to watch uh so prime example today i was uh, i was watching netflix you know, two years ago when I met, uh, I saw a documentary on Stretch and Bobbito, the famous Mm. uh, New York City uh, DJs. And uh, they now have a podcast on NPR called What's Good. And I was able to- through my first show. I met this one guy, named Mike Parker, and Mike Parker knew Bobito, and then mm-hmm. this morning Bobito came by my crib, and we did That's an interview. Unreal. And then I'm watching Netflix, and I love explained, and I came across you, and I'm like, I wonder if she lives in New York. Yeah, I do. If I do an <laughs> IG, and I'm like, Yo, she lives here.
1: Yeah, it's the best.
0: It is the best.
1: Yeah. So all of your guests are from Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: they, I guess, I guess I'm following the trend before
1: this. He's like, I don't watch much TV, but <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> Netflix doesn't count. That's computer. You know what? You busted my balls. A lot of computer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, are, you, are you from New
1: York? I am. Born and raised. Uh, Where about? Upper East Side.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: So that's why I looked at your shirt and I was like, oh, did you go to Harvard? Because I'm like, nah. I know several people. That's <laughs> it.
0: No, no, no. That won't me. That won't be, homie.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, no. So I grew up here and uh, comedy was not the... The th- cool thing to do, so I didn't start for a very long time. But
0: yeah, why? Uh, how did that that happen? That you were going to get into I, comedy?
1: I always wanted to do it. Like I was obsessed with stand up since I was like fourteen. I used to like download half hour specials on Kazaa. Yeah, remember Kazaa? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so like all of my illegal. Oh, remember <laughs> the viruses? Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> remember like <laughs> downloading <laughs> porn? Yeah, no. I would literally. I still have a Beach Boys song that I'm like, oh wait, is this the version that like changes from like, <laughs> in the middle? And, Like, ruins everyone's hearing in your car. Um, Yeah, no, so you used to download those specials on Kazaa, and I was, like, obsessed with them. And every year in my diary, I would write, like, like my, uh, you know how you do New Year's resolutions? Yeah. I'd always be like, do stand-up. But then, like, I'd walk by Comic Strip with one of my friends, and I'd be like, hey, like, maybe we should go check up some stand-up. And they'd be like, that is for losers. Like, never (laughs) go in there. (laughs) So I was like, oh, okay. And then, yeah, it just kind of happened – very randomly. I was starting a company. We can go into this if you want to. Sure. Yeah. So it, it was a fashion company and I started it and I put it on Kickstarter and okay. like you have to do a video to raise money. Uh, so I was like, I could either like be in the video or pay an actor. And I was like, I don't want to pay anybody. So I just did it myself. I started taking improv classes to get a little more comfy. And then I like joined an improv team. Cause I like got into it. And then somebody saw me at a show and they were like, you should do stand-up. And I was like, Thanks. I'm going to do
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, I think stand-up comedy, uh, two of the hardest forms of, of creative arts. Uh, I'm a standing rapper. Up com- <laughs> <laughs> standing
1: up and yeah, comedy. Well, we like to Netflix and lay
0: down. <laughs> well, look, I, I, I rap, right? Yeah. And freestyling is, to me, uh, to improv and rap and be clever and funny and mm-hmm. witty on the fly. Yeah. But the thing is, you typically have a beat. So because yeah. you're standing there. It's almost like being naked. All you have is your voice. Right. You know what I mean? There is no guitar. I love John Mayer, right? And John Mayer oh, plays his guitar. Twist. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. Okay. Shit gets weird. Okay. So, but I, I love John Mayer. But have you ever seen John Mayer sing without his guitar? He doesn't like know what to do with his hands. Really? Because you hide behind your instrument.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure.
0: So to be naked and to, to deliver something with just your mic, just your voice is very difficult.
1: Yeah, I mean, we get act outs too. What does that mean? Like you can do bot, like I don't know, you can do like physical work and stuff. Like I do a lot of like I don't know, like I guess it's hard to say on a. I'm just waving my arms around and my legs around. Okay, yeah, right? but essentially, like yeah, like you're you're moving around and like yeah, you're talking too, but like you've got physicalities.
0: Well, I mean, I think it's to me there's there's two forms of comedy, and my some of my favorite comedians are ones where it's just when you're listening to a record yeah, and they're just being funny. Because if I can't see it...
1: Right, 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 right. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, Dan Cook's first CD, do you remember? Harmful of Swallow? Yes, yes, the yes, best. yes. The best. And no one... I don't think we ever saw it. Like, you just listened to it.
0: Right. Or like back in the day with like Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. Like, these live albums.
1: Yeah. But yeah. people watch those too.
0: Do, do you record uh, your, your comedy? The audio?
1: Uh, I do, yeah. But for just for me.
0: Why don't you release it?
1: Because like... There are people that put out, like, their, like, own specials, but I just kind of want, like, a place to pay me for my jokes before I put them out. You know what I mean?
0: Right, 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 right. Okay.
1: Like, right now, I mean, people... Louis was... Not that Louis is, like, the example, but he is back in the news. (laughs) But he... Like, was doing the same set, essentially, for, like, 15 years before he got famous. So, mm. like, if he had put it out early before it was really honed and stuff, he might never be famous, never showed his dick to all those girls. Yeah, I don't know. But, but, you know what? <laughs> but,
0: but, but what if, uh, let's say, for instance, what if with with social media now and everyone having access to mm-hmm. uh, being able to film yeah. or record your show, yeah, yeah, yeah. would you want to be able to own that content for yourself rather than having someone else post it?
1: Oh, my God my least favorite thing after a show is somebody posts part of a joke or whatever and tags me in it. And it's either like the end or the beginning or just the middle, or they cut it off right before the laugh. starts. <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Make I me look, look like good. a loser. <laughs> Make me look good. <laughs> are you my dad or are you my foe? Um, yeah, no, that would be nice. Um, but I think in 15 second increments, they can't do me much harm so far. <laughs> well, see, I don't know. I don't know. I should put it out. I don't know. I just have a, I, I, I think that there's going to be like a perfect order and there are just some jokes that need to fill it in.
0: What what was the, 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 you know, worst show, the hardest show you ever had? And how did you bounce back from that?
1: I was booked on a show at, I'm not going to say the club because I heard that the booker was a creep. And I was like, I'm not doing this show. Like an hour before one of my friends was like, he tried to get me to blow him for a spot. And I was like, Oh, I don't want to be involved with that. So I was like, Hey dude, I'm not. I'm not going to do this. Like, see you around. And then he texts me the next day a picture of Seinfeld on the very show that I was supposed to do. And he Uh. was like, "Look what you missed." And I was like, "Oh, oh, you suck, chick for Seinfeld." (laughs) 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 Ah, damn it.
0: Oh, do you tell that bit in your in your comedy? I don't. That is good. I might,
1: though. <laughs> that
0: is great. I'll just
1: plant you in all of my audiences, too. You'll be my hype man. Oh,
0: man. I, I love the fact also about being in New York City, the level of access. Like, uh, yeah. were, were your parents cool with you making this transition into comedy? What do your parents do?
1: Uh, my dad is a dermatologist. Okay. And my mom is a school nurse. They, like they're really they're jewish parents so they they love that's comedy it's so interesting and like <laughs> i can tell my friends about it but then it's like where's the money you know and i like let's get
0: down to business let's get
1: down to business like, great you're on netflix can you pay your own rent fully I'm like, mm, no i still live with my grandma okay um
0: being jewish yeah. is so cool
1: it's cool because like we can kind of hide in plain sight but then we also have struggles exactly too. <laughs> exactly yo
0: yo I, I call it um um Y'all, y'all are informants. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I, grew up I'm in, yeah, I grew up in Virginia, so I didn't even understand. Uh, to me, like, what my understanding of the Jewish community was, honestly, sadly, the Holocaust. Yeah, uh, sure. Because there's not a lot of Jewish people. Like, oh, my
1: God, they're so thin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: well, I, I just didn't know anything. Like, it, it's almost like a, the Jewish holidays felt like Kwanzaa. Like, yeah, they, like, like who celebrates that? Who does? Because everyone's Protestant. <laughs>
1: like, but seriously, who? celebrates <laughs> No, I'm still net. Never yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Kwanzaa
0: is. I don't know any like, black some person celebrates it.
1: Have like brought it back in the last two years just because they're like pride. And I'm like, but <laughs> do you?
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never heard of anyone who celebrated. Yeah. But That was my take on uh, the Jewish community until yeah. I moved to New York. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like
1: oh, they, they're everywhere. They, they walk and talk just <laughs> like us.
0: So you know what? We're going to take a quick break. Okay. And then next we're going to talk about your podcast. Okay, cool.
1: Great. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com.
0: All right, and we're back. Yo, the, the whole transitioning from now having to do breaks in the yeah. podcast is hilarious to yeah. me. It's like, this is so funny.
1: Well, I always do, like, when I take a break for the theme song, like, I don't have to do that. I could very well edit it, but I always go, oh, come, huh? <laughs> Yeah, come?
0: Yeah, what is that song?
1: That song is written by my friends, Sam and Bill. They're, like, musical comedians. Great yeah, song. they have an album. They're great.
0: So uh, how did you, uh, I guess get into podcasting to begin with?
1: Okay, so I had wanted to do a podcast for a very long time because I've seen several comedians um, get a lot more stage time and a lot like better bookings and tour dates and stuff strictly because they have big... Not that they're not funny, but very much more because they have big podcast audiences Mm -hmm. and I think podcasting like obviously you get to know the person rather than just the 15 minutes of your act that you would get to see every night so people have more of like an alliance to you and they they get where you're coming from more and all that stuff and so I was like yeah it would be nice to talk to people about something and uh I first wanted to do one about death because I love death and everybody dies. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, We all got that in common,
1: exactly. Exactly. And then I was thinking, Talk
0: race. Like, Talk about death.
1: Yeah. What else do we have in common? And uh we were all born, and so that means all of our parents had sex. Yeah. Um. And and then I was thinking Isn't that tight. Thinking down the the <laughs> the sex wave, and I was like, hmm, because it was also coming into a time that I was realizing a lot of women were having orgasms and I didn't really realize that that was more of a normal thing. Like because of all the stand-up I had watched and pop culture references, I was seeing like, oh, women, women ever come. And like, you know, like you, you'd have to be like a fucking unicorn to do it. Um, so I just never made it like a, a goal or like a priority. And then I realized that a a bunch of younger people, one of them being my sister was saying that she was, and, and I was like, wait, what? Like, this is something that you could actually do. And she was like, yeah, Remy, like you're being insane. So I, uh, had to be very brave um, especially cause I'm in a relationship. So everybody's first question obviously was like, well, what's Ben doing wrong? <laughs> you know? And right, I was right. like, nothing. I was alive for 25 years before I even met Ben. So what, what am I doing wrong or what's wrong with me? Um, and then I was like, okay, I'll start. How come? And I essentially brought in like the, the, best sex experts that I know, comedians, like people, anybody who is in NYC just at my fingertips. Like we have the best people here. Like if you have a uh, question, yes. um, so I would get them on the podcast and then every episode I'd have them give, tell me their first time coming story, which is always the best and always so different and like blows my goddamn mind still. Um, and then they would give me an assignment of something I would do to make me have an orgasm. So some of them were really tame, like go to your fucking doctor's. You know, like go to your therapist and go to your gynecologist and see if there's something physically or mental, you know, that stuff. Uh, And then some of the stuff was like, get a vibrator and, you know.
0: Uh, Who was your first guest on the show?
1: Uh, Her name is Wendy Starling. She's uh, one of my best friends in comedy. She's an amazing comedian. And she also, um, she has a documentary coming out soon about her life as a sugar baby. Oh, nice. Yeah. So sh- what, 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 a, what
0: a sugar baby, what is that?
1: A sugar baby is someone who gets money for sex. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, it's like a <laughs> prostitute, except for it's more like a.
0: Is it more yeah, of like a relationship? It's with- more of
1: a relationship. Okay. And like, so like some of her daddies pay for her rent and like.
0: Oh, word. And,
1: like, she doesn't necessarily see them all the time. You have to listen to the episode about, all like, for all the ins and outs and the gossip. But, yeah, yeah she does that. And she has, um she used to sell her panties on blind stuff. So I was like, Wendy's come a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I know she she just knows how to do it in many different ways. So I thought she would be the per- perfect first guest.
0: Well, yeah, I, I watched the um, Netflix.
1: Yeah, Explained.
0: Explains Best show. Great show. Great show. We I also love the fact you're like 10 minutes long. Like they're just so easily di- di- digestible.
1: Mine was 18 minutes long. So. Oh, I mean, Ooh,
0: yeah, <laughs> you yeah, have yeah, the longest one. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, uh, how, how did the opportunity come about for you to be on the show?
1: Mm. So that was actually really cool. My sister, who is my co producer, and she's also on um, that first episode, she was working at Last Week Tonight, John Oliver's show. Mm-hmm. And she had recently quit. And one of the showrunners, Unexplained, worked at John Oliver before. Yes. So Charlotte was actually trying to get herself a job and was like, because uh, she loves John Oliver the most, the most, the most, the most, on the record, the <laughs> most. Um, but she just didn't want to work on weekends anymore and stuff. And she was like, hey, I'd love to, you know, work on Explained. And they were like, fuck, we're all staffed for this season, but we have an episode that we'd like to feature your sister on um cuz they knew about me and so yeah they were like let's all have a meeting and brought me in and it was interesting cuz at the time I still hadn't accomplished my goal like when we first set up that meeting I hadn't come
0: mm. um, yeah
1: spoiler alert I have since like yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big time yeah but still listen to you know if you want to go through a lot of girls are now uh like binging them after the explain thing. Yeah. And they've just listened to like all of them. They're like, I just like, I've gotten so many messages this week being like, I just had my first orgasm and I'm like sick. Well,
0: it's also too, I think important uh, for men to understand, oh right? My because God. it's literally a tutorial of, yeah. Hey, hey guys. Well, first of all, sex for guys is almost like a, a, a equated to getting uh, eating pizza. Like it's rare you have bad pizza, right? Like I'm gonna, totally. I'm gonna come every time. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the pizza's good. Yeah, yeah, the sex is always good. Yeah, it's,
1: good. Pizza. Yeah, it's Why pizza. Not? Yeah. I mean,
0: I mean, sometimes you have extraordinary pizza. Yeah, but on a baseline level, I'm eating two bros. Yeah,
1: for a girl, it's like, yeah, the first bites were nice, and then like it was really painful <laughs> to finish the pizza, <laughs> but we finished the pizza, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm fed.
1: Yeah, I'm fed. I, I suppose yeah, I'm fed. I suppose someone got fed. It wasn't me. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. you know. I, but um, yeah, I, th- I think a lot of guys are just unaware of, you know, it, it's like uh, with any, with a lot of things, it's a conversation. Yeah.
1: If you, if you don't come from experience, how are you supposed to know that, oh, this might be more difficult to somebody else? Like if I met a person who couldn't breathe very well, I'd be like, fucking breathe. Right, right, <laughs> like, right. I can breathe. Like why can't just breathe, you know? Well, I mean,
0: also I think sometimes the aspect of faking it,
1: you know, well, we are definite liars for sure.
0: But that that, that doesn't help the not overall cause. Us.
1: No, it doesn't. Right. Um, but there's also like these, I don't know. Did you ever realize that men are bigger than women? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when we're having <laughs> sex with you, we want to make you happy so you don't like beat us up. And I know that like that's really? not all women and all men, but yeah. like there is like a fear just because we are smaller and we're naked right there. So, like, we just want to, like, say good job. Like, I even feel still in a loving relationship that, like, if I was to give, like, certain advice, it would be, like, taken badly. Not that it, like, it would get physical immediately, or ever yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not that he's not that ty- he's not that type of person no but there were I just think men's egos are so fucking fragile they, they are and they can <laughs> blow the fuck up and like your vagina's right there and it's like don't pinch me <laughs> you know <laughs> yes. well,
0: well I think a lot of it is is just from as long as we have the conversation like I think a conversation mm-hmm. is just important
1: communicating is the only thing that that we can do
0: To make it better. Like, Like, I
1: can give you a tutorial for 10 different women. It's all going to be 10 different ways. Like, you can watch an explained episode about me, about somebody, you know, like, we all have different things that makes it tick. Do you know how you can figure out how to get someone off? Ask them.
0: Right, exactly.
1: How are you? Do you like this? I
0: I, I always say, uh, uh, if you ask guys like, yo, man, yo, yeah, I fucked her. Yeah, da, 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 I'm always like, well, did she come back? yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, it's easy for a person to come to a restaurant, have a sure, meal. Sure, 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 sure. Do they come back again? Right. Are they repeat clients?
1: Yeah. My friend Emily actually has really funny man on the street videos she does. Yeah. Where she'll go and ask guys and girls different things. And one of them was, oh, last time you had sex, did you come? And all the guys are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she <laughs> asked the girls, did you? No, no. I don't think so. I don't know. Whatever. And then she goes back to the guys. Did she I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, Did he? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. You have to ask, guys. Yeah. You have to ask. You have to care. Yeah. Guess what? If you care as a man, yeah, your, your repeat client game is off the charts. So much better. And what you want, it's almost like, um, I always tell my guys, I'm like, look, guys, uh, uh, getting women uh, takes a cosine. Mm. Okay. Now, how often do you go to a bar, you just have a couple of drinks, sit next to a girl and- you know, you go back and you hook up very, very rare. rarely. But when you have one friend who mm-hmm. cosigns, that one gay friend who's like, oh, Corey, he's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. one girlfriend, that sister who's like, oh, Corey's the best. Yeah. Oh, then you can get that cosign. Yeah. You know, the same goes when women get together and they talk.
1: Mm. You know,
0: they're all like talking, they're talking they're like, oh my God, that guy, he looked out for me. He yeah. cares. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I actually have friends when I, couldn't come who were like I have this great guy who's amazing at oral I'm going to send him to you and I was like Esther he's not my type but thank you <laughs> <laughs> she's like he's my ex-boyfriend you're going to love
0: him <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, do you think that uh, I'm always fascinated by um, the the world of podcasting because I feel like mm-hmm. uh, you instantly kind of get thrust into this uh, aspect of being an expert uh, in the field yes. in a way. Have you found that you're, for yourself?
1: Yes. And I, similarly with other podcasts that came up around the same time, like one of the people I know has now been called a dating expert. And I'm like, this girl is not an expert. Yeah. She just talks about it. And people have such gravitas. And actually it's such a, uh, it's a problem for me. I love responding to those messages. of I just came, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because that's great. You're welcome. I've done my thing for you. But then I have so many people writing to me being like, here's my issue. What do I do? And I'm like, I am not a licensed professional. The thing that I can tell you is use a womanizer. Cause that's my sponsor. And it's the thing that worked, uh, <laughs> but also like take time to yourself, listen to your body. Those things are not easy to just tell someone to do like, especially when you're like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what your fucking problem is. And I'm sorry, um, but I didn't go to school for eight years. I tell dick jokes on stage at night. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know about my body now, which was the point. Right. Um, And I'm so fucking grateful that it's helped other people too, but it wasn't the point. My point wasn't to help other pe- It was to expose that this is a problem, but I I am not a doctor. Uh,
0: how did you get a sponsor for the show? Like, how that even happen?
1: Um... How did that happen? I guess I just reached out to them because I was like, "You guys did it. I fucking love you." And they saw the podcast, and they <laughs> downloaded it. And they were like, "Oh, this podcast is sick, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: how did you grow uh grow your audience out? I saw today on Instagram that you were like in the almost in the top one hundred now.
1: That's Netflix baby. Wow you know what's funny though, is so you're on iTunes, yeah. So you know when you submit to iTunes, it can take a day or a week or two weeks for it to, like, go through and stuff. Right, I didn't do an episode zero. I put episode one up for, like, that test. And I didn't realize they pumped my episode out the first day on Christmas Day. So it was out there, and I wasn't going to, like, not let people know about it. So I sent my email blast on Christmas Day. A lot of people found out in church that Remy's not coming. it was... (laughs) Madness, but that got me on the charts because nobody else was dropping shit on Christmas Day.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: so it was like a very like happy coincidence, um, and lucky.
0: It's also funny, like, damn, y'all are really unhappy on Christmas. Or like, <laughs> like, not with your family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like listening to like come about coming on Christmas.
1: Well, one of my friends was with his brother in church, and he saw the email, and he was like, "And I had fucked his brother," and he was like, "Ha oh, ha, oh, it's your fault." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. It's also just like, you know what? My family's really boring me. This podcast sounds dope as fuck. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. And I think like I went through emotional roller coasters, like even recording the first few episodes, like after episode two, I recorded with this couple that they were just so judgmental of what I was going through. And I broke down crying. Like I was like, I cannot. I can't put this out there. Like if these people are going to make fun of me, then like everyone's going to make fun of me. And you know, I got like, I I postponed it for like two months um, before even putting it out. Um, But then I was just like, it's too important. You know, like if I feel like this and I'm not that big of a weirdo. like I'm weird, but I'm not like,
0: you're not weird. Very
1: different from many other people. I'm like, there's gotta be other girls that feel like this. You're not
0: weird. You're just special.
1: Special. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, so what is podcasting, because um, you mentioned early that, you know, you saw that it was an opportunity to showcase a different part of your personality and yeah. who you are as women. Yeah, yeah. uh, how has that turned out uh, for you? Like, how's the the results been? Have you been obviously becoming more popular and getting yeah. more shows? And-
1: yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I think it's also helped, like, uh, as stupid as this is, like, help me be myself more on Instagram. Mm, um, explain that. Because before I was, like, trying to be, like, like hot girl, you know, because that's what I was noticing was getting a lot of likes from other people is like, you know, outfits and and locations and being hot yeah, yeah, and yeah. filters and stuff. And it's so not me. And I would just post shit and like wait for the likes to come in. And they wouldn't ever because that's not me. Uh, and then when I started podcasting, I was like, oh, wait, now I really and I, I edit all my own episodes. So I listen to myself. I'm like, I really have a grip what, on what do who you, I am. What do
0: you use? Final so- cut. Oh, final cut. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm I'm still garage band.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean it's still great. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it gets the job done. It's, there's no <laughs> difference. Can you yeah, can you fuck with your levels? Yeah, of perfect. Course. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um yeah, no, I just did it because I uh I learned how to video edit because yeah. I've been starting to make sketches too. Okay. And I would rather do it myself than pay somebody. there's a common theme in my life.
0: <laughs> well, well, look, that, that that's not nice. <laughs> uh, well, I want mean, me that's the beautiful thing about technology today. Is like even for me, I'm realizing as I'm like Recording on an iPhone and a ring light. Yeah. And, you know, I'm starting to edit video now. You know, everything is very DIY. You yeah. can do it yourself.
1: Yeah. You yeah. Can, yeah. You can go to a media company. Yeah. I mean, I know some people with very successful podcasts who have the jankiest recording. Like one of my friends records from her phone.
0: Yeah. On the app, like, is it Anchor? The the app? is like an app now. No. Just, just like voice memos? voice
1: memos. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it's a super successful podcast. <laughs> it blows my mind.
0: I, I mentioned this earlier that I was going to ask you this question. Yeah. Um, There's a section called Podcasters Picks. This yeah. How I wrap up every interview. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are some podcasts, three podcasts that you listened to or you were inspired by Okay. that we should be listening to?
1: I mean, I love Guys We Fucked. Um, Christina and Corinne, if you don't know who they, they're just amazing. Explain that show a little more. So their podcast is they have, or they, they started with interviewing guys. They fucked like literally they'd be like, Hey Tim, we fucked. Want to come in and talk about it? And then they would talk about it from both people's perspectives. Um, now it's become more of, they, they ran out of people they fucked because two of them, they both got in relationships (laughs) for a while, but the show was so popular and they still owed it to their fans to keep going. Uh, so it kind of became more of an anti slut shaming podcast okay. and that's how they branded it now. Uh, Christina just had a guy she fucked recently because they are now single. Uh, so she had Dan Soder on cause they've been fucking and he's my episode nine guest and she's my episode six. guest. <laughs> so together they're episode 69. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice.
1: Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So that was really exciting. That was like two weeks ago or something that I was like, oh my God, an original guys we fucked. Um, so, yeah, I, I really am inspired by their content uh, just because I think they're so brave and like, um, yeah, they're great. Um, and then Dan Soder's podcast as well. The Bonfire is amazing. OK. Uh, I listen to that, too. They've got they make like fake advertisements and shit and they've got segments and they do a lot of voices and stuff. And I do a lot of voices in my stand up. So that's great for me. Um and then Mark Normand, who's also on uh Dan's episode episode 9, has a podcast called Tuesdays with Stories. Okay. Um that he hosts with Joe List and it's another comedy podcast and they just tell hilarious stories and they're just off the cuff amazingly hilarious humans and you're like, "Oh, fuck, I want to hang out with you." <laughs> and I think that's what a good podcast is. It's just somebody keeping you company. When you have no friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> For someone who didn't listen to a lot of podcasts, sure came up with three, like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah,
1: because they're the ones that, I mean, that I've had on my podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: well, the, the last thing I want to ask you uh, uh, on the show is, um, why, why do you podcast?
1: I honestly wanted to end it after I came. And now... That I have so many people who are saying that they relate so much to what I was talking about or like even like what my what are my guests are talking about or like topics that we bring up. They're like, oh, my God, you touched on this. And like, I'm a trans man and I have trouble with this. And I'm like, holy shit, I didn't even realize that could like relate to so many different people. So now I kind of I feel so like embraced by the fans that I feel like so much less of a weirdo. That I want to make other people feel like less of a weirdo. So I can just keep rolling out topics and people that other people can relate to and empathize with and like aspire to be like. I think that would be really great. Um, So that's what keeps motivating me and money on Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Pay me, motherfuckers. Pay me.
0: (laughs) Remy Casimir, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you
1: for having me. This is a blast. You're the best. You're the best.
0: Thank you all so much again for tuning in to another episode of OPP and to our special guest Remy Casimir. Be sure to check out her dope show How Come by clicking the link in the description of this episode. This episode was mixed by Mark Bird. Music for this episode was produced by Richard Quake. Before we get out of here, be sure to check out my other podcast, Silent Giants, which highlights the superstars behind the scenes of popular culture. I'll have the link to that provided for you as well in the description of this episode. I'm your host, Corey Cambridge, signing off. Till next time.
1: Hey, folks, I'm
0: Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues